My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show? Hey, it's a dork addendum. It's the after show. And what I've done is I've, I've brought in a special guest to this dork uh, addendum. By the way, Patrick Brady doesn't do the audio on these. Uh, they're just, I'm going to read some, some letters from way back. Eventually we'll catch up. And um, it's Thomas Kirshner's idea. You guys like it. I think we're at dork addendum six. It's going to be exciting stuff. But I brought a guest into the dork addendum. And it is one Andy Ashcraft so that he can do correctly the dark... The Salty Dark Chocolate Dove Promise. Arr, dazzle your sense of flavor. <laughs> yes. See, that's how it's done, people. You have to do it dark, right? But you also have to do it salty. Is that what I'm missing? Arr, salty, that's right. <laughs> He's staying in character. Live a life of flavor. We've been saving them up. That's the second one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another. Are you're going to want to give yourself permission. Wow, that's the entire one? You're going to want to give yourself permission? It's just give yourself permission. Oh, okay. I <laughs> added the first bit. You added the first bit because you had to get into your salty, pirate voice? got to be salty. <laughs> right. And dark. Dark and salty. Dark, dark and salty. Well, those are wonderful. And they are tasty, quite honestly. Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> you will not be here all week. You'll just be here this one week. Okay, so what dorky thing am I doing this week? Because it's uh, December 8th that I'm recording this, uh, I have a project. Uh, I have to watch all of my Christmas movies and my Christmas programs. I've already watched The Grinch and The Bells of St. Mary's. That's right. And I think I watched one other thing. Yeah, The Bells of St. Mary's. Uh, I, of course, have Prep and Landing. I do not have the second one. But Prep and Landing is excellent. Excellent. It is with Dave Foley doing the voice of Prep and Landing. Essentially, what's happening now is you're going to get a tour of, uh, of the Christmas movies that I watch. Miracle on 34th Street, the original, folks. Black and white, not colorized. Natalie Wood, we're doing this correctly. Yes, The Muppet Christmas Carol, one of the greatest versions of The Christmas Carol ever. Uh, the Bishop's Wife with Cary Grant, Loretta Young, and David Niven. Always enjoyable. Uh, the ice skating scene, not my favorite. Kind of like to fast forward through it, but what are you going to do? Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. That one's a new one. Just got that one last year. I got that as a little gift last year from Andy. That was very nice of him. And uh, we watched that. Uh, we're going to watch that. White Christmas, the sequel, essentially, or the remake because White Christmas was the breakout song, of course, from Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn, that is also on this stack. I'll watch that, including the scene in blackface, because uh, that's how it was shot. People drank, they smoked, they were racists. That's how it was back in the old days of television and the movies, and I'm going to leave the movies alone. Because Cage Baker uh, warns us that you don't want to replace uh, the guns in people's hands with walkie-talkies. Uh, Cage Baker, the company series, walkie-talkies in the hands of people instead of guns. E.T., Steven Spielberg reference. Those are those two references. So White Christmas. Oh, here's underneath that, the original Christmas classics. We watched Frosty. We have not yet watched um, Rudolph or Santa Claus is Coming to Town. We also have The Little Drummer Boy, which I never want to watch. Uh, the saddest of all of the claymation, crazy, stop action, whatever it's called. And Frosty Returns is just terrible. So I never do uh, watch that. Uh, and then... I only wanted, 
I, th- I don't know what I was looking for when I bought when I bought these, but uh, there, there's a Shrek the Halls, which is a Shrek holiday collection. Don't know that I've ever watched it. Mary Madagascar. I, we did watch that. Yep, we got him as a gift. Oh, okay. Andy p- pitches in from from Jafar. Dragon's Holiday, which is a uh, Train Your Dragon one. I don't know that we've watched that, but Kung Fu Panda we watched. Weirdly enough, I think we we watched the only ones, the only one I wanted to see was the Train Your Dragon one, and we watched Kung Fu Panda and the Madagascar one. Charlie Brown Christmas, that is yet to be watched. I have, of course, a a Colbert Christmas, the greatest gift of all. Love watching that every year. And uh, Die Hard, that's right, Die Hard. Classic Die Hard Christmas film with uh, Bruce Willis. And then Scrooged, which... I like, but I have a hard time. Elf, we saw that already over to friend's house. And then I think a new edition, possibly Rise of the Guardians, because it's got everybody in it, right? It's got all your different... Okay, where did we leave off in the letters? I believe it was September of 2012. Uh, I think it was Ken Baker. I think I read Ken Baker's. And then the next one, of course, was Quiet Mike. Mike Meisner wrote in in September of 2012. Um, What did he say? What a great episode. One of my top five made the mistake of listening to it while I was working. I was bombarded with so much darkness. I had a brain cramp. I got to go back and re-listen. Thanks. Quiet, Mike. Here's the, oh, it was the episode 136 with friend of the show, Steve Mandel. Quiet, Mike, Steve Mandel. I think you guys would be friends, quite honestly. Uh, The next one from uh, September as well of 2006 from Joe Megalus. That sounds like a very super villainy name. I like it. Hi, Jackie. I heard the Hobbit talk at the end of this week's episode, and it reminded me of this article. He sent me an io9 article about uh, Peter Jackson added. Uh, it's a, uh, a Peter Jackson added to the Hobbit with proof, and proof maybe this is 2012. So, oh, this is very speculative. Anyway, but he he sent it. Thank you, Joe Megalus, for sending this because he said he's offered it as. Maybe fodder for another Tolkien-oriented episode in the future. Man after my own heart. Well played. Melissa writes, also in September of 2012, Thank you for coming to Bumbershoot. You are the only comedian that I had to see this year's festival. What? That's awesome. I was thrilled to get into your show on Monday. You were hilarious. I've been meaning to write you a fan letter since I started listening to your podcast over a year ago. Unfortunately, my dorkdom is procrastination. Ah, look at that. You got a little bit of a laugh there. Nice work, Melissa. I look forward to every episode. I love learning new things that I didn't even know I wanted to know. Music, perfume, computers, magic, true life crime. The Rich Summer episode, Board Game Dark, actually got me to visit my local game shop and remember how much I used to love puzzles. I know, you'd think it would have been a puzzle episode, but it wasn't. Also, several months ago, a local magazine called City Arts did an article about a company that builds furniture specially for gaming. The article made me think of you immediately, but like I said, procrastinating is my game. You may have already heard of Geek Chic, but if you haven't, check out their cool stuff. Geek Chic, Q, Chic is spelled, wow, it's G-E-E-K-C-H-I-C-H-Q, I get it, dot com. Keep up the good work, Melissa. All right, Matt writes, also in September, my name is Matt McGinnis. I'm a stand-up comedian out of Kansas City and a nerd geek, gamer, winner, what have you? Oh, that's cool. More to the point, I'm also part of a two-man geek comedy show developed by myself and another stand-up comedian, Matt Keck. And we've been touring conventions rather than comedy clubs called Straight Out of Comic-Con. I was wanting to inquire whether you'd be interested in perusing 
us a little and having us on the Dork Forest. Hey, this isn't a fan letter. I wonder why it ended up in my fan letter box. Hopefully, I responded to you, <laughs> Matt McGinnis. And if I haven't, everyone should look for Straight Out of Comic Con. And uh, Matt, Matt McGinnis and your buddy, Matt Keck. Two Matts. All right. Uh, anyway, just thought I'd ask. Also, we like you. Thanks for your time and consideration. Matt McGinnis. And then here's some links to stuff. Straight Outta, O-U-T-T-A, Comic-Con.com slash about. That's awesome. There's, got a, there's a press kit there and some links. Here's the thing. Two years later, I will go take a look at this, Matt, uh, when I stop talking into this device. Marta Williams has written, also in September, How can I hear the end of the Killing God clip? Everything I found ends when you call Eric, but the end is brilliant. Love your work. Thanks. Oh, well, that is actually on my uh, my album, Bread. I redid that bit uh, from the 2003 uh, Comedy Central special. So if you buy this, is, it's never going to be Bread album, uh, available digitally or on JackieCation.com, you will get uh, the the video game bit. Lewis Sullivan writes in December, September, Hey, Jackie, we can now buy your app outside of America. I didn't want to bother you with this before, but up until a fortnight ago, your app was a U.S.-Canada only. I have to say this, Lewis, Lewis Sullivan, you're clearly not in the U.S. and Canada because you use the term fortnight. I love that you use the word fortnight. Anyway, anyway, the show is brilliant. I think what you make is great and that the pad- podcast is both. There's this thing I'd love to talk about that you haven't heard of and which you'll, you actively listen and ask questions we want to hear. Hey, I know what you're talking about. What? What happened? Well, maybe I should pre-screen these. Next time. Oh, he did say this. I've never heard of Lois McMaster Bujold and will follow your starting point recommendation. Yes. Yes, I, I do recommend Lois McMa- McMaster Bujold. And then he says, have you heard of John Swartzwelder? I have not. He started writing books a few years back, and he's supposed to be brilliant. He used to write for The Simpsons and is a bit of a gagsmith. Thanks from Lewis S. in the U.K. Lewis, gagsmith, and Fortnite? You're fantastic. I'm psyched about you. Uh, also November, uh, September of 2012 from Corey and Lori. Jackie wanted to drop by, let you know we stumbled upon your comedy material a few days ago, thanks to Pandora. Since then, we've listened to both of your albums that Spotify has available for streaming. Sorry, college is expensive. We'll buy the discs eventually. No problem. Uh, And we're also working on getting through the podcast. The episode with Aisha Tyler was hilarious. Do you ever tour in the Midwest, specifically northern Indiana? The wife and I love stand-up, and it's rare to have talented comics in the area. To be fair, it's kind of a black hole of funny out here, but what can you do? Anyway, we'd love to see you live and make it out this direction. Promise we'll buy all kinds of merch if you sign it. Oh, I'll sign it, Corey and Lori, for sure. I'll sign a toddler if it stands still long enough. Uh, I do go to northern uh, Indiana occasionally. Is that where Bloomington is? I think I do. Anyway, so Tara Tracy, also September of 2012. I love the Dork Forest. I was listening to Old Dork Forest, specifically 9408Pod with Joe, and you mentioned doing a gig in Crescent City. I've lived here my whole life, and I'm curious what your experience was, considering what a lack of diversity we have here. As a Hispanic young lady, I am acutely aware of how Caucasian the city is. I love what you do. Thanks for your time. Love your comedy. Tara. Well, Tara Tracy of Crescent City, uh, California, only once did I do it, and it was sort of a, uh, a large area right by the Walmart. It was, I don't know what it was, but I had a good time. It's always fun to go wherever. So... I don't, I've never been back. I would come back. 
but it is very far from Los Angeles. It's almost far from everywhere, Crescent City. I'm, I'm so psyched. You, I hope I responded to all these. It says I did. You know how your, your email tells you if you've responded to somebody? All right, let's do a couple more. Um, also September, Jen Braun. I love the show. Where can I get the ringtones you spoke of, especially the Mexican hat dance? I will post another link to it's it's on my um it's on my Tumblr blog and I post it occasionally and it's a it's a Dropbox link it's a public Dropbox link in my Dropbox so I will repost that you can get the Mexican hat dance as a ringtone I believe Steve Mandel made them for me you can get the Dork Forest song by Mike Rickberg um, or the Mexican hat dance by Mike Rickberg as ringtones super fun oh. Here's a here's a draw something friend. I stopped playing this at the end of of 2012. So which this is Scott from uh, I don't want to overstep our draw something friendship, but I might be able to get you an interview with some comic book artists for the Dork Forest the next time you head to New York or possibly Chicago. Let me know if you're interested. And that's great. Thank you, Scott. And I hope I responded to that. That'll be great. Just thought you PS, just thought you should know that my wife just listened to It'll Never Be Bread and found it God-awful hilarious, she said that, and I potentially misquote. I find her amusing and clever on the dork forest. I mean, she's a really good host and funny, but her stand-up is on a completely different level. She is GD funny. Just thought you should know. Well, that is very flattering of, uh, of your lady to say that, Scott Reinhardt. Um, it is a different thing, the stand-up. I try to make it distinctly different, and I'm glad that she noticed, because <laughs> it's true. Oh, Here's, here's, a, here's a serious one from 9-20-2012 from Quiet Mike as well, Mike Meisner. Hi, Ganoush, which is a very funny thing because that's my Armenian name. It means that Quiet Mike is paying attention. For the love of God, please post a warning when the subject material is very weighty. I'm going to listen regu- regardless, but I've got to put my brain back together to go back and listen to this one again. Very cool. Quiet Mike. I wonder what episode it was. Let's all go back to 9-20-2012 and figure out what episode that was. <laughs> I'm not going to. Turns out Andy's laughing at me in the background. Uh, here's one from Mike Murphy. Hi, Jackie. I was just listening to an interview you did with Steve Marmel. He is and was the funniest, most politically correct comedian I've ever heard. Much funnier than Louis Black, in my opinion, and tied, if not more cutting, than Bill Hicks. Well, Steve Marmel will be pleased to hear both of those comparisons. His observations and comics were hysterical, even if he got a few boos at the Aspen Comedy Festival a few years back. Well, he was probably doing very, very left-wing stuff in, uh, to fur families in Aspen, Colorado. Anyway, his insight into politics is second to none. I really miss his observations and would love to hear or know his thoughts on the current political year. 2012. I enjoy your stand-up as well. I started in comedy in the 70s working a small club in Newport Beach with Tim Thomerson, Danny Johnston, and Leno on a few nights. I enjoyed a successful career for 43 years before retiring last year. Still love cutting-edge comedy, though. Wishing you continued success, Mike Murphy. Well, thank you very much, Mike Murphy. If you go to stevebarmel.com, and his Twitter feed, at Steve Marmel, is incredibly political and usually very funny, but always very smart and insightful. Uh, I like him. I went to college with him. Anyway, Cindy Dower writes to me for in September. I don't think I'm even going to make it through to September. September was a hopping year. Hi, I tried to leave a comment on your most recent language dork podcast, and when I typed in my name and the Kapka thingy, I got a giant page of code. So I tried again a few times, and still it did the same thing. I noticed that other verbose fellow left many messages. Maybe he broke it. Probably not. Oh, 
well, good call, <laughs> except for you found my email address, Jackie at JackieCation.com. Here's the comment I tried to leave. Quote, so entertaining. Always entertaining, but I found this fellow a delightful, humble braggart. No offense intended. Jackie, keep up the good work and maybe have him back if he will. I have no idea who that was. Language guy? Might be Mike Kaplan. Oh, and I totally second his CJ Cherry recommendation. Having read both the Channer and Foreigner series multiple times and many others, you will like it because while horrible things do happen, justice generally prevails, which I prefer and I think you might. And she is funny, too. Best. Cindy D. Graham McRae. I saw you at the Riot L.A. Moth show where I accused you of almost spilling my beer then complimented you on your story, which I really did enjoy, by the way. Then on my way home that night, I listened to Read It and Weep where you explained some Star Trek stuff. These things are so interesting, I had to listen to The Dork Forest, which I also really enjoyed. I am learning the subtle differences of the meanings of dork and geek, the latter being, I guess, a little more technical. Your guest was both and uniquely bridged the worlds of obscure languages and computers. Oh, Michael Everson. That's what that was. Great show. You have one new listener. Thanks in part to Riot LA and read it and weep. Thank you, Graham McRae. Luke Bradshaw, 925-12. Hi, Jackie. I'm a huge fan. Wanted you to know uh, if you have an address for fan mail. I just have an email address for fan mail, Luke. Uh, I hope I emailed you back and said thank you very much. Meredith Morris. Wanted to shoot you an email and say thanks again for getting me and my friend into your show. Did I? Amazing lineup. We had a blast. Would have said hello afterwards, but I didn't want to interrupt you and your guests. All right, Meredith Morris, I appreciate you coming to the show, and I'm glad that I helped out. That was September of 2012. We only have three more years, you guys, for me to get to the end of this. Thank you for listening to another Dork Addendum. Let's see how I do on the editing. Good day.